0: Hey everyone, welcome back to my talk show, The School Talk. It's been a really long time since I recorded and I know (laughs) I have no consistency, but that's because I don't get enough listens. I don't focus much on this podcast because I'm not so popular on this platform, even though I really like to talk and give advice. Anyway, how are you all? Are you doing good? Did you drink enough water today? Did you take time for yourself? Did you read a book? Did you relax? Did you sleep good? Hope you did all that, okay. So, uh, the previous episode was me talking about how freshman year was for me and some tips to get through it seamlessly, swiftly. But right now, I finished freshman year. I got my results and freshman year was very, very, very hard not only in terms of syllabus and the pressure and you know the constant need for being perfect expectations all of that all of that piled on me and it was a disaster sometimes i felt like i wasn't doing good enough i wasn't good enough and sometimes i isolated myself so let me tell you all of that and also tell you how how right now 10th grade is for me 10th grade is sophomore year and i'm pretty excited for 10th grade i did uh i did have two months of sophomore year and right now i'm having a summer holidays uh, i'm having a little break but i have to go back to school in another month so short break but a much well a much needed break for me so uh yeah so let's get into it First of all, ninth grade was so hectic, as I mentioned before. How did I manage to do that? I don't know, I really don't know. But I'm really happy I got through it without breaking. (laughs) So, uh, firstly, at the end of the year, I felt really bad and I just was so anxious waiting for my results, you know. And my results weren't that bad. I mean, it was definitely above 90%, But I could have done much, much better. (laughs) I just wasn't happy with it. But my parents were. My parents aren't really appreciative all the time. It's okay. That's what pushes me to work harder and harder. And as you all know, I've also been taking CLAT training. And that's going, well, very slow-paced, but it's going, you know. Uh, I want to continue my clad studies and I'm going to take it up a notch in first PU, which is junior year. Uh, But for now, I'm focusing on board exams. I really want to ace my board exams. My school has a really huge expectation on me. High, high, high pressure. And I'm like, it's the beginning of 10th grade, but I'm still sweating bullets. And it's not fun. Having all this pressure on you at the beginning of the year is not good. It's not fun, <laughs> believe me. But it's okay. I'm I'm just taking short breaths uh and I'm and just, you know, taking time for myself. I think this year really changed me not only as a person but also as um as how I view myself Uh, You know, I just didn't like how I was, how I looked, and all of that. I I was so, so inferior in my own eyes. And it was the most horriblest feeling. I know that's not even a word, and that's how horrible it was. That there's not even a word to describe it. The end of the year was especially very difficult. I had some friend problems. Um... mm, With my best friend and it was I don't really know how to describe it it makes it still makes me very emotional when I describe it it wrecked me inside and the pain still remains but I've learned I've I've started coping I've started coping with it I've learned ways to control this but I think ninth grade not only changed me but really uh, I think i don't know who my past is anymore and that's a good thing because my past was not really that good in terms of other people and in terms of myself at the end of the year i really isolated myself i locked myself in the room i couldn't go outside i wasn't being social even though i put up a smile for everyone i pretended to not have any issues i really couldn't tolerate anything i was crying inside and even though I didn't show any of the emotions outside, I was always smiling. I, I pretended, I, you you know what they say, right? Fake it till you make it. Because I wanted to appear perfect in front of everyone and especially teachers, they don't understand. So I had to put up this fake face. Then I told all my problems to my mom and she helped me solve some of them. I think telling your problems to someone, in uh, for me though, I think for others, telling your problems to someone is a good thing. It helps you relax and release some of that pressure. But for me, it doesn't help that much. I've tried it many times. I've tested it. I've experimented with it and it didn't work most of the times. But this time it really did because I had so much stress build up. I I couldn't keep it in anymore. And then then it was my result. And as I said, my result wasn't that good. But you know what? Let's forget that it's in the past it's 10th grade it's the first day and well I reconnected with my favorite people Uh, everything was going good everything was well I was happy but again in the beginning of the year I still was feeling a little isolated not as much as before but again a little and then then it was like two three weeks after school had begun and I started to really really like my classes even though they were sometimes they were boring and sometimes they were too long like who wants to sit in a one hour class for five periods right but anyway I, I started to enjoy the content that was being taught. I enjoyed uh, sitting in the classes of my teachers, only some of them though. And I enjoyed spending time with my friends, laughing and, you know, just filling those gaps in between. I also started going to tuitions and socializing with people that I care about. So that really helped with this recovery process, you know, socializing with people that I care about and being with the person, people that I um that i want to be with you know that really really helped i didn't feel lonely anymore i didn't feel like i was scooped up in a room uh after school because school was the escape mechanism for me you i guess you could say that but then home was also an escape mechanism for me i don't know how to describe it both of them were my separate worlds and really yeah you know <laughs> I really can't find words to describe it. Anyway, so it was the, uh, I started to settle in, I started to fit in. I really liked my teachers and then, then uh, my teacher changed our places. That, That caused a little bit of a shift in my emotions. I went through that awful, awful process of isolating myself again for about a week or two and after isolating myself I went on this much needed trip to Goa just a few days before my holidays were given. This Goa trip freshened up my mind and believe me I enjoyed it so much I haven't enjoyed any other trip in my life ever not even to Bangalore and honestly it was it was really fun. I wore all the outfits that i had fun wearing and i took all the pictures that i i wanted to take and i enjoyed taking i spent time with the people that i care about and the beaches bro no like that was like awesome this whole experience was an amazing thing then when i came back well i got i guess i don't know if this is a thing but i got post vacation sadness (laughs) i know that's not a thing but it happened for me so I, I I became sad after a few days of going to go I'm missing all of the memories that I had missing the the careless attitude, you know, when I went there, I didn't care about anything. Besides, there was no internet connection. So I, I was not worrying about anything. But me, the beach wearing fun Clothes, eating really good food and being with my family that's all I cared about I didn't think about any of my friends any of that and if this I did call a few friends but that was for a very short period of time and rest of the time I was enjoying life taking pictures breathing in the fresh air and wow the sand the water (laughs) and the sleeping in my room, listening to the waves of the beach, of the of the ocean and just sleeping to it and also waking up to those sounds. The breakfast, the lunch, the dinner, the dessert. Wow, it was an amazing experience. I really want to relive that experience once more. But after that, as I said, I became sad. I started to really go through that process of isolating although it was not as serious as before and then um and then my holidays were given it's the second day of my holidays and i i don't know if i like it i guess i am feeling little lonely but then i have a trip planned for bangalore and an international country and then back to my relatives house and Am back to my, uh, you know, my relatives' house, but I, I, I don't wanna stay in my home again. I was thinking to pick up my old hobbies again, cycling, and um, you know, start learning more songs. As you guys know, I'm taking music lessons, uh, all of that, and I'm still doing Duolingo. Yes, I'm still learning German. I have a, I have a two ninety day streak. I'm really proud of it and I want to uh, pick up my old habits of practicing CLAT every day and reading a book every day. Speaking of reading a book, I uh, after my holidays, before my holidays were given, I was super busy with all my schoolwork, with all my tuition work and back to back, you know. But now I finally got all the time in the world, even though I still have holiday homework. Ugh, so annoying. But I guess that kind of keeps me occupied and away from my phone. I've been seeing my phone too much anyway back to book so I found this website uh, that gives out free ebooks I searched up the best science fiction novels and I found one Uh, it's called recursion by Blake I don't remember the author but it's called recursion and it's a thriller science fiction uh, about false memory syndrome and that's all I'm gonna give you I don't want to spoil the book but read it Um, I'm on the 50th page of the book. I just picked it up yesterday. Uh, But I'm enjoying it. And I also have another book which I'm reading simultaneously called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig and this book made me cry so many times if you're a person who connects to the trauma and emotional experiences and knows something about feeling you're not perfect enough this book is a must for you I won't spoil anything but you'll definitely enjoy it if you're that kind of person who connects to every single thing and is very emotional you know on a on a traumatic level Uh, but then I'm also reading another book which is in a uh, paperback version. All, all these two books are in a ebook version, which I'm reading on my phone. And this paperback version book that I'm reading is based on law, and it's called *The Client* by John Grisham. There's, I don't think there's a movie made on this book, but there are other movies which are based on other books written by John Grisham, like uh, *The Runway Jury* and *The Pelican Brief* and. I haven't watched the Pelican Brief yet, but I've heard the movie is really good. And the book was really good. I really enjoyed Pelican Brief. Uh, so yeah, I am not reading that book so much because it's not as interesting as the fiction, other fiction thrillers that I'm reading. Anyway, I have... Uh, Gave, uh, have given up on reading self-help books because they're so boring and all of them contain the principles that I've already implemented in my life. Some of these principles come from my own intuition, some come from my own knowledge and some are just small tips and tricks that are told by my family. Usually my family doesn't give me life advice, you know, that I learn on my own. One very important thing I've learned this year is to draw boundaries and to remember that at one moment life may feel like you're never going to let go of that one friend that you uh, that you enjoyed spending time with that was your best friend but then left you it felt like that for many many months but then I got over that I started focusing on my other friends on my other hobbies and enjoying life without that person. Now that I've come to a stage where I no longer, I mean, I won't say I no longer miss that person. I do, but in a much, much less aggressive way, you can say I don't miss that person so much as I used to miss them before. So that's a huge improvement for me because I was really sad on the loss of the uh, on the loss of that person and I've overcome that now. And I think that's a really healthy improvement for your life. You shouldn't be obsessed with anyone too much. That it takes over your life, your goals, your other friends and enjoying life. I used to feel I used to feel sad in school and going back to home. All I used to think about is that person and thinking how things could have been different and how I could have changed them. I no longer am best friends with that person because I've changed for the better. And that is all of the things that I've learned and experienced in the end of ninth grade and the beginning of my sophomore year. I I am sharing this with you so that you don't make the same mistakes as I did. Don't try to impress anyone and others opinions do not matter and no, not everyone in your class is going to like you. Don't expect them to do that. Also live for yourself and this really dumb, dumb opinion I've heard in my life is that don't wear makeup because it's unhealthy one of my friends said this and uh, if that makes you happy, if makeup makes you happy, if makeup makes you try out new things and if you like putting on makeup because you enjoy doing it do it don't care about others okay and many people might have the opinion that sophomore girls shouldn't put on makeup but if you take good care of your skin and you remove it and you put it on Rarely, like, you know, once in a month or once in two months, then it's okay. Yeah, I like doing makeup and I only put it on when I go out. And that is very rare. You know, once in a month or once in two months. Yeah, so that's all that I've learned. And don't let anyone tell you what you want to do, okay? Live for you. And that is it for this episode. I know it was a pretty long one, but I really wanted to share all of this with you guys. So, let us talk together in the next episode. Bye-bye.